The astonishing story today of a lawyer who gives even lawyers a bad name. A forensic investigation underway as to how corporate lawyer, 80-year-old Solomon Slom, allegedly stole 39 million rand from a trust account of a wealthy client over nearly five years. Now, Google the words lawyer, trust fund and fraud, and it'll throw up hundreds of articles from all over the world. It feels like this is, for some lawyers at least, a bit of a side hustle. Generally speaking, however, it's not something that happens in large law firms. I'm curious about this. Kyle Cowan is investigative journalist at News 24. What do we know, Kyle, about the innards of this dreadful tale? Not much at this point, Bruce. You know, it's very early stages. And and what we can say with relative surety is that between 2018, 2019 and 2024, uh, Mr. Slom apparently withdrew 39 million rand in numerous transactions from this client escrow account. And to be fair, the money was sitting in this account since 2018. Um, it's part of a transaction that there's some dispute over who the money now belongs to. And, you know, the law firm Fluxman's has been very clear to say it was the only account that he had under his control, but they're checking out all the other accounts Anyway, so far they, they seem relatively confident that everything's okay. It's, it's really a great mystery because not a lot is understood about why exactly. The, the how is, is quite clear. He simply transferred the money out of the account. But the why is still uncertain. Uh, it's massively embarrassing, of course, for Fluxman's. This is a top-tier law firm. It's got a big reputation to defend. This is a partner. This isn't some junior... Uh, trainee lawyer. This is somebody who's been with the business for 24 years. This is somebody who is 80, um, who has run his own corporate law firm, we led to believe, somebody who should be above reproach. And for some reason, as it looks like has helped himself, certainly Fluxman's wants to prosecute to the full extent of the law. Um, and so th- this is a, a deadly serious matter. But one would think that big law firms of this kind, this isn't a small town law firm, would have better checks and balances, would keep a better eye on people with signing power on trust accounts. No, 100%. And, and I also do have to raise the question about, you know, who audited these accounts and, you know, Absolutely. trying to establish that. Yeah. Because, if, if it had happened in the space of two to three weeks and the money was gone and they picked it up, um, you know, it would be a different story. But this was a slow and, you know, it appears to have been a slow and steady methodical process. And how you go through at least four financial, financial years without your auditor saying, well, is this account in order? What's going on here? You know, and these sort of things. And, and also, you know, I'm, I don't know. They, we, we don't know who the clients are at this stage, who the money actually belonged to. But I would also, I would also wonder if you have quite a large sum of money sitting in, in escrow somewhere, why you wouldn't want, you know, at least a monthly or a quarterly statement on, on that money to see that everything is all in order. And the only thing that I can, I can suspect at this stage and speculate about is that the fraud behind this money being transferred out of this account must have been quite sophisticated, I think, to fool, like you said, not only his, his fellow partners, but also auditors and the Exactly. I mean, trusts by the very nature, they're legal entities. They are obliged to file audited financial statements each and every single year. Um, This is a guy with seemingly, I mean, not everybody likes him, but not everybody likes everybody anyway. You you do speak to people who say, no, this is a great guy and guys and others who don't like him. Uh, Clearly, somebody with a a fearsome reputation in corporate law who at the age of 80 still working. Um, And there's no way of knowing why in the real sunset of his career, he's taken this extraordinary mm. step, apparently, um, to help himself yeah. to money. And um, I guess there's going to have to be an, an auditive 
many previous years of, of, of work by mm. him as well. No, certainly. And, and, you know, I think, you know, my, my, my understanding from the Joint Chief Executive Officer of Fluxman, Mr. Colin Strime, was that they are they're doing everything they can, obviously, now, after the fact, to sort of make sure that everything's okay, go back, look over everything. And I'm sure that they will identify weaknesses. I mean, as, as you very rightly point out, this was the only account escrow account that Mr. Slom had under his control, but he managed to get away with this for quite some time. So there's an obvious weakness here. And I think this could be a very valuable lesson, not only, you know, for myself as an investigative reporter and other attorneys who, who may suspect that something is untoward in trust accounts, but I think this should be at least one of the very many recent examples that we have to show that the way that these trust accounts are managed by attorneys, specifically, you know, around so uh, I've been thinking of one case in the Eastern Cape specifically. Something has to change here. Yeah. And I think that we have to ask why the master's office who has an you know, ultimate oversight over trust is not doing more. Yeah, well, uh, talk to people about the master's office.